Welcome back. I'm Patricia Noel Drain, your host for this episode. And welcome to When Passion Meets Profit, because that's when you get paid for being you. I love that title. Well, this season, I'm really thrilled that we listened to you, we asked you, and this is what you wanted. You wanted shorter podcasts with really takeaway messages, really powerful, I mean, takeaway messages. And so that's what I'm planning to do with both my teachable moments that are anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes long, and also my real stories with real messages. My stories, your stories, other people's stories, where it's really a powerful message they walked away with. And so that's what what we have in store for you today is starting this real story thing. So when you mentioned that you wanted something powerful and you wanted something you could take away in a very short period of time, I'm exactly the same way. But I'm not going to be able to do that when I'm interviewing special guests. It's probably going to be more like 30 minutes. I want to be respectful of their time, but I also want to be respectful of yours. And I always want to know, I guess because I'm a teacher at heart, that you're walking away with something useful. I certainly want to when I'm listening to something. Now, before we start, I wanted to share a review. And the reason I'm doing this is because I would like you to give reviews also. That would really help us. So here's the review. I never thought it was possible to make money with what I already know. But listening to these podcasts for the last year has helped me see the possibilities. I just proved it to myself that it could be done. I love that. I just received my first paycheck for being me just last week. This podcast gives hope. Keep doing them. Cherie. And Cherie's out of France. You know, that's the cool thing about podcasting and about the internet. You can be all over the world in moments. And I love that she is in France and telling me that. Thank you so much, Cherie, for the review. And, you know, if something resonates with you or really something, you just kind of hear something for the first time and you have this mind shift, share that in a review. Even if you don't have the big, powerful mind shift, share how you feel about the podcast. Don't be mean. (laughs) Our title today is, and I really love this title, Sometimes Our Beliefs are simply not true. Well, I have, I'm not proud of what I'm about to share in my story today, but it is true that these were my beliefs that I grew up with and they are simply not true. So I want to go through them. Now I was, I was taught by nuns for 14 years and they are good people. They were very good teachers. I certainly learned a lot from them. But I had some really hardcore conditioning going on in my life that I had to work through as I continued to go down this path called life. So I decided I'm just going to figure this out. I'd like you to do it also for you. I'm just going to figure out what are my beliefs, or what were they anyway, that I really, really believed. And I put them in a backpack and I carried it around with me my whole life. Here's five of them being raised by nuns. Okay, Number one. Children should be seen and not heard. Now, you've heard that from your parents probably because I heard it from mine. (laughs) But, okay, I'll come back to that. Number two, don't ask for anything. It's unbecoming. Number three, bow your head and always stay humble. Number four, don't ever put yourself first. And number five, the nuns know best. And I was told that by the kids. I was told that by my parents. So let's go back to number one. 
children should be seen and not heard. Well, uh, tell Art Linkletter something different than that. And for those of you that don't know who he is, he had a show on TV and it was absolutely fabulous. It was called Kids Say the Darndest Things. And I couldn't wait to tune into that. And if I really told you my silent desire of all times, it would be to have that kind of a show because I love talking to children. Maybe it's because I was a school teacher and I just loved listening to what they said because they do say the darndest things and they're brilliant and they're right from what they know at that moment. And usually it's like, oh, I never thought about it that way. Right. I don't know if you remember this. It was in like Time Magazine or something, but it was a true story and that's why I liked it so much. So there's a truck and it's going under a bridge and it really kind of didn't navigate enough to know that. I'm a little too tall, got stuck on the bridge. And there it is, stuck. Now they don't know whether to start taking the bridge apart so that the truck can go through because that's not the kind of bridge that, you know, lifted itself up. What to do, what to do. They had engineers coming in. They had all these people looking at the situation. And then they asked a little 10-year-old boy what he thought. He came in and he said, he looked at it, looked at the bridge, and said, why don't you just take the air out of the tires? And the truck can go through. Uh-huh. <laughs> no wonder it made a magazine because it's such a sweet, dear, wonderful thing. So children should absolutely be seen and they also should be heard because they're little geniuses. Okay, number two. Number two is don't ask for anything. It's unbecoming. And believe me, I took that to heart. This was one of my conditionings, one of my beliefs for years. And I absolutely would never have listened or asked, I mean, for anything. Because if you listen to the nuns, they know best. Okay, all of a sudden, I heard this quote. Now, I had to be in my 30s at this time. And I'm of this belief, never, never ask, never, never ask. And I hear this guy named Jim Rohn. And I know you probably know him. He certainly went down as one of the biggest people to help us develop ourselves. And Jim Rohn said, be very grateful for what it is that you have right now. But always know that it's okay to aspire to have more, be more, and do more with your life. Changed everything. I started knowing that it was okay to ask for what it is that you want in life. That it was okay to aspire to do more with your life. Certainly be grateful as he said, and I always will be, but I, I miss that second part of the fact that I could ask for more, I could aspire for more, I could be more. Thank you, Jim Rohn. That was a lesson learned. There was that uh, belief that was kind of dispelled. Okay, let's go on to number three. Number three, bow your head and stay humble. Trust me on that one. In the Catholic Church, you did bow your head and you stayed humble and you just always looked down. You could never look up. That was bizarre to me. And I believe in humility, certainly. I believe in being humble. And I am humble because of that conditioning. I always have been. But then there was one day where I knew I could help this person. I mean, she was really struggling. She had not found her calling. I don't like to call it that. Her purpose, her her gifts, her talents. You know, she just could not relate to that at all. And I knew how to help her do that. But if I stayed really humble to say, oh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what you should do. 
that isn't fair to her and it isn't fair to me and it isn't fair to the course that she could go through that could help her. So I shared it with her and she soared and she became a different person. I changed her life. And so if you're really humble, you can't change a person's life. You can't tell them what it is that you have that can help them change their life. But of course, humility is wonderful to a degree. Lesson learned. Number four, they taught us don't ever put yourself first. And trust me, <laughs> it is absolutely a myth for me to put myself first. And I'm sure there's many people listening to me that identify with everything I'm saying, whether you went to a Catholic school or you went to a Jewish school or you went to a whatever school, doesn't matter. Don't put yourself first. Now, I get on a plane. I have twin boys, and they're four at the time, I think. I'm sitting here. They're sitting next to each other. And you know what I'm going to say because I've said it on other podcasts because it was a turning point for me, a huge mind shift for me because the stewardess, as she was called at that time, she's the flight attendant, would say, when that mask falls down, make sure you put it on yourself first so that you can then help other people. Ha, mind shift. I was so angry with her for saying that because I thought, there's no way. See, I was so conditioned not to put myself first that I really mean it. I thought there's no way I would ever put my mask on first. Now I get it. Do you? Right. And number five, it was nuns know best. Okay. And trust me, I mean, when I say I'm conditioned, I'm conditioned to hear it from my mom, my dad, my, my friends, my teachers, my everybody said it. Nuns know best. So if you don't understand what to do, nuns know best. Well, in grade school, I remember being very sad, I guess, uh, because one of my favorite nuns said to me, well, I was Patsy then, please don't ever write anything again. You don't know how to write. You're not a good writer. Well, I've written 14 books so far. And are they national bestsellers? No, but I don't care. See, I'm compelled to write them because I'm a school teacher and I want to teach people what I learn along the way. Because I think if you know something that can help somebody else, it's your responsibility to share it. I've always felt that. Well, then I went to high school, nuns again. And I had a nun say to me, now this was embarrassing. This wasn't sad. This was embarrassing. I'm a, I was a singer at the time. I'm not good, but I mean, I, that's what I did. And she stopped me right in the middle of the song and said, oh my, stop singing. You're not even good. And I thought I was going to die. Now, you know what you're like in high school. That's a really important time in your life. My head fell down. Oh, talk about humble. I was dying. I, I just swore I'll never, ever, ever sing again. And then there was a talent show and there was money that was given at the end of the talent show. And I just had to be in it. I just had to. And I won and I sang <laughs> and she apologized. And I thought that was very sweet of her that she did that. She said, I just never, ever realized that I would have that kind of an impact on somebody like you. I should never have said that to you. And she's absolutely right. She should not have. Don't take people's dreams away from them. Don't be a dream stealer in this life. That's not what we're put here to do. Now, I do have to tell you at this point, I have just like that last person I said that I wasn't going to be humble and tell her that I do have a course that could help her. 
That's the same way that I feel about you listening to this right now. If you really don't know your skills and your talents and you don't know how to literally make a profit from your passion and you don't realize that you can make money with what it is you already know and that that's okay, by the way, and that you're given permission to do that, I'd like you to go to yourgiftisyourniche.com, N-I-C-H-E.com, and just check it out and see if it's right for you. It's such a minimal investment in yourself for moving forward in a lifelong desire to make money with what it is that you know. I'm Patricia Noel Drain. I can't wait to meet you next week. Until we meet again. 